Welcome to the Success Blueprint, strategies to build the life and business you love. This is your go-to podcast for success in both life and business. I'm your host, Daniel Craig Johnson, and as a seasoned life and business coach with 15 years of experience, I will be sharing powerful stories, practical tips, and valuable insights on personal development, leadership, entrepreneurship, productivity, motivation, and more. Join me every week for the Success Blueprint, strategies for building a life and business you love. Let's ignite your success. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the 15-Minute Monday. This is episode three, and episode three will be about unlocking your emotional intelligence. I would like to share five easy ways how you can boost your EQ. So today I want to go with you onto a little journey to enhance your emotional intelligence and talk to you about five points that will help you to work on your emotional intelligence. And by mastering those easy techniques, you will gain valuable insight into your emotions, improve your relationships and elevate your personal and professional success. So let's start. Let's dive straight into it. Point number one your self-awareness. Dive deep into your emotions, thoughts, and reactions, and develop a keen understanding of your strength, your weaknesses, your triggers, and patterns. Cultivate self-awareness through practices like journaling, mindfulness, and self-reflections. The reasons for that is you will gain clarity about your emotions and their underlying causes, which is amazing because it will help you to deal with them, address them, prepare yourself better to know how to behave, how to react in certain circumstances or under certain circumstances when there's conflict, when there's difficult topics to be discussed. Identify and capitalize on your strength to maximize personal growth because you will start figuring yourself out. And by figuring yourself out, you most of the time figure out easily what is happening around you and everything else that happens in the world. It will enhance your decision making by understanding how your emotions influence your choices. Because when you can disassociate yourself from emotions from time to time, you will make better decisions. When we are hasty, angry, upset, we usually make poor decisions. And by being mindful about how we are triggered and about what can upset us, we will be better and we will be more mindful in our reactions. What can you do for that? Start a daily journaling practice to track and reflect on your emotions. That will help you to understand how did you react, how did you behave in certain situations under certain circumstances, and then you can focus on being better or responding in different ways. Practice mindfulness meditation to observe your thoughts and emotions without any judgment. You have to be able to look at yourself without judging, without letting Bob, that little voice in your head, talk down onto you and be more content in how you handle your emotions and how they influence who you are and how you make decisions and how you behave in certain situations. That will help and boost you. It will give you clarity. It will make you grow as a person. Point number two, your empathy. Step into the shoes of others and embrace their perspectives. Listen actively to people when you engage with them. Show genuine interest in people. Don't just wait for the next opportunity to talk, but really show people that you are interested in what they have to say to you. Seek to understand their emotions and their experiences because that will help you to guide 
how you respond and how you get back to them. Practice empathy by engaging in compassionate conversations and putting yourself in a challenging situation to broaden your understanding. And what's the reasons for that? It will strengthen your connections and build trust in personal and professional relationships. It will improve your communication skills by listening attentively and responding empathetically. That is important. Listening attentively and responding empathetically. That is a skill that can be trained and can be improved on a regular and daily basis. Resolve conflicts more effectively by considering others' emotions and viewpoints and not only see it through your eyes. Sometimes just take the bird's perspective, look at it from the top, get a clear picture first, recognize what is happening inside of you, what emotions are taking place, what reactions are taking place, disassociate yourself, think about it, and then respond mindfully and appropriate to the situation, whatever arises in front of you. What can you do to practice that? Engage in active listening exercises with a friend or a colleague or your partner to really learn to feel what does it feel like when I'm actively engaged in a conversation, when I'm really, really listening and I'm a participant in that conversation. And it's not only about me returning or giving the next answer. Participate in volunteer activities or community service to gain exposure to diverse experiences. When you go out and you engage with different groups, with different social groups, with different dynamics, it will help you to respond better to all the different influences and impacts that the world around you can have. So it's very important that you expose yourself, that you expose yourself to difficult situations, to difficult talks, to difficult discussions, and it will help you to understand and gauge how you respond under certain circumstances. And therefore, you can practice mindfulness, being in touch with yourself and understanding or already preparing your responses and how you will respond in stress under adverse circumstances, in difficult discussions or talks. It will help you a lot to preempt and premeditate what will come, what will happen, and therefore prepare like a strategy. And you will always be aware of what is going on inside yourself, be in touch with yourself, and therefore being able to respond from a point of clarity and focus. The next point, emotional regulation. Learn to manage and control your emotions effectively. Practice techniques such as deep breathing, mindfulness, and proactive self-talk to cultivate emotional resilience. Emotional resilience is important because it will help you to step back, take a second, understand what is going on, disassociate yourself from any impulsive emotions or reactions, and then respond in a clear, concise way, no matter who you are dealing with. Develop strategies to handle stress, frustration, and anger constructively. Ensure that your emotions don't cloud your judgment or impair your decision-making. When you are acting from an emotional or an impulsive point, you will most of the time make bad decisions. You will have bad responses. You will have inappropriate answers in whatever situation you find yourself. By disassociating yourself from your emotions or first feeling those emotions, then disassociating yourself from negative impulses or reactions that would come through those emotions, and then looking for reason, looking for analysis and trying to understand what is going on here. Why am I responding like this? Why am I becoming angry, upset? Why am I becoming anxious? Why is this causing stress and panic? You can prepare yourself to better respond. And over time, you will build emotional resilience and it will help you to more and more respond in a proper and situation-appropriate response. 
The reasons for this, it will reduce stress, it will enhance your overall well-being, it will help you make rational decisions in challenging situations, and you will maintain positive relationships by avoiding emotional outbursts. Nothing worse than emotional outbursts and reacting because you just got angry, you didn't think about what you're going to say next, and there we go. There you got the next level in the conflict and it all then just becomes ugly or goes south. What can you exercise to do this? Practice deep breathing exercises to calm your mind and regulate your emotions so that you can feel this feeling coming up in your chest and then knock it down before it even happens. You deal with it, you let it pass through, you prepare your responses, you prepare your emotional state and then you respond in a concise and calm way. Create a list of positive affirmations and repeat them daily to cultivate a positive mindset. And over time, again, it will increase your emotional resilience and by that your emotional intelligence will grow, which will in return better and cultivate more solid and reasonable inter- and intrapersonal relationships. Your social awareness, the next point. Sharpen your ability to perceive and understand the emotions of those around you. Pay attention to verbal and nonverbal cues. Understanding verbal and nonverbal cues is super important, whether in your private life or in work. It will help you to understand what is happening with the person. They're crossing their arms. Oh, something in this discussion or in this talk is not going in the right way. What can I do to maybe have that person release their arms again, be more relaxed, maybe feel less intimidated or stressed out by the way that I'm responding to them. Empathize with their experiences and adapt your communication style accordingly. Cultivate an inclusive and supportive environment that fosters open communication and emotional well-being. That will help you to have better communications. And the reason for that is it will build stronger relationships by showing genuine interest in others. That creates a positive work or social environment that values emotional well-being because people will understand that you are mindful, that you are really interested in them and that you have a genuine interest in having good communication and therefore good relationships with them. Improves teamwork and collaboration by understanding and respecting diverse perspectives. Diversity is out there. Everyone has different experiences and therefore responds differently, has different opinions, maybe even judgments. And by you being more open, having less of judgments, maybe less of bad habits and ways that you respond, not coming from an impulsive or emotional perspective, will help you to foster better communication and better relationships. How can you practice that? Practice active observation in social settings, paying attention to others' body language and facial expressions to learn and really become focused on what is happening when people talk to each other. How is their mood changing? How is their body posture changing? Crossing their arms, leaning away from someone that will help you pick up behaviors, pick up clues, and that will help you in positions at work, leadership positions, managerial positions, and it will help you as a person in general responding to your friends and your social circles or in just public situations where you might not be familiar with everyone. It will help you to be better in such situations. Engage in role-playing exercises to develop empathy and adaptability in your communication. Point number five is relationship management. Build and nurture healthy relationships based on trust, empathy, effective communication. Develop strong interpersonal skills, including active listening, conflict resolution, and collaboration. Invest time and effort in building authentic connections, fostering teamwork, and resolving conflicts in a constructive manner. And all of this can only take place when you disassociate yourself from your impulses. 
from these emotions that immediately push for a reaction or for impulses. And by disconnecting that and by understanding all those triggers that influence you doing that, you will be able to take a step back or go into the bird's perspective, look at the situation from a step backwards from behind yourself, looking at the situation, understanding what dynamics are playing out, what possible power plays are playing out, what kind of dynamics are taking place. How did I respond in the past to those dynamics of politics? When did it serve me? When didn't it serve me? And by being that mindful and being that focused and laser focused on your responses, you will get like almost like a toolkit that will help you to improve your interactions dramatically and it will help you to be powerful and gain more and more emotional resilience and emotional intelligence. You will foster positive and productive work environments. You will improve negotiation and conflict resolution skills and you will learn to be one step ahead and you will create a network of meaningful and supportive relationships. And how can you practice that? Practice active listening exercises again with a partner or colleague, same exercise. Let them try to throw you into uncomfortable situations or maybe make statements or comments that they know might push your buttons and then you try to preempt that and respond in a meaningful way. Role play scenarios again, they always help to practice effective conflict resolution and techniques. When we focus on all these points above, we build a plan. We can premeditate how situations, difficult discussions, meetings at work, meetings with difficult co-workers or bosses or with difficult people in your life, difficult customers, how could they play out? When I start recognizing that and I'm, I have clarity and I can really focus on these situations and preempt them, I can always have a plan in my pocket that I will use to respond in a meaningful way, coming from a point of clarity and focus and not from impulses or anger, frustration. And every single time you master that, you will move one step closer to total emotional resilience and really, really improve your emotional intelligence. It will set you ahead of so many people that react from anger, frustration, impulses. They're coming from the road. There was like a road incident. Someone cut them and it impacts them the whole day because they just react from their impulses and their emotions and therefore they lose sight of how they behave. They get into autopilot and everything just becomes reactive and a reactive response to everything that happens around them and the whole day goes out of the window. Why? Because they're not in touch with themselves. They are not working on their emotional resilience and therefore autopilot switches on and they cruise through life angry, frustrated, always reacting to everything rather than having clear, concise responses to situations, to talks, to discussions that are coming from an emotional resilient point of view. So look at these five points, practice them. If you have any comments about it, reach out to me. Let's have a chat. My contact details are in the description. I am happy that you joined me yet for another quick 15-minute Monday, and I wish you a fantastic week. You must be great out there. Practice emotional intelligence. It will make your life so much easier. Good luck. Take care, guys. I see you on Friday. We have Xavier Sear, a very well-known commercial photographer and videographer, and also one of my really close friends and someone that I always look up to in terms of his commercial photography. It's going to be an amazing talk. So I see you on Friday on the Success Blueprint, where we discuss strategies to build a life and business you love. Take care, guys. Mm -hmm.